So now we get to find out who's in who or what. I'm voting the turtle. I'm voting the turtle and Polnareff are together in the turtle. Oh, do I have to vote? Yes, uh, you do. Oh, no, I... you, no, Darius, you don't have to vote. It is your civic duty to vote, but you can. <laughs> I don't know how I'm going to vote if I'm alive this fall. So I'm not going to force anybody else to do it. <laughs> vote Coco Jumbo no matter who. Just write That's it what in. I say. Yeah. yeah. That's the rhyme. <laughs> Yeah, so Coco Jumbo 2020, our best option. Absolutely, yes. Fic- <laughs> by far. Fic- fictional superpowered turtle for president. <laughs> yeah, only he can save us. Wait, isn't his thing called like Mr. President? It is called Mr. President. You're right. His, oh. Stand, oh. his stand is Mr. President. Mr. Well president done. for president 2020. I support it. Yeah, not the turtle, but his stand. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> a key that can turn a turtle into a house for president. 2020. Yes. Turtle housing for everyone. That's the platform. Or at least, at least yeah. <laughs> turtle housing is a human right. A chicken in every pot, a key in, in every, every turtle. turtle. Welcome to JoJo's Bizarre Explainer, a podcast about JoJo's Bizarre Adventure. I'm Elizabeth Simmons. I'm Darius Kazemi. And I'm Courtney Stanton. And because we record in bulk, we are still coming to you with Eliz remote from the moon. Yeah. In fact, that whole thing just like kind of broke up for a second so we're, we're really just like flying by the seats of our quarantined pants yeah what we do know is that this episode is oh, a man. wacky hijinks filled break this from- episode yes. whips it's so like, it's so good it's so it was it's a really fun arc of the manga which yeah. as as was hinted at last week when Darius was trying to describe an action sequence sometimes a rocky's manga is a little tricky to parse (laughs) (laughs) that's being very kind to put it mildly but so this arc is really funny and i think really hits a lot of what he's good at which is like physical gesture and facial expression and so it's already really funny on the page and then david productions really just like a thousand percent knocked it out of the park. Like I, yeah. I think a the, lot of resources the had to be going to voice actors were so good. Yeah. So this is all the vo- all the main voice actors riffing on each other. So right. So it's like Trish's voice actor doing her best Mista voice. Yeah. Right. And but also just like the voice, but like the the patter and rhythm yeah. of how like they do. Yeah. The each whole other's, performance. Yeah. Like. It's great. It's like it's so brutal well how good it is. I know. Especially, and, like, it's weird because I would say it's especially uh, Mista and Trish, except that Giorno and Narancia's voice actors, like, very subtly sell it yeah. really well. I mean, Mista and Trish is like, this is the the comedic peak of, yes. like, JoJo's Bizarre Adventure, basically. Yes. Um, for at least until at, part eight. Yeah, at least for a while. When we all, well, at least when Darius and I read this first this this part had not yet been well translated, so it, it was truly an actual nightmare to understand what was happening. And I'm realizing now that in Japanese it wouldn't have been because everyone's using the wrong first person pronoun. So it it's really obvious really quickly. Right. So that, someone who normally says Boku yeah. would be saying ore or for example, feminine that, yeah, Jorno is yeah. saying ore or Jorno's body is saying ore. Right. Uh, Mista's body is saying Atashi, the girl. One. So it would have been clearer had we been fluent in Japanese and reading it in Japanese. Yeah, exactly. If only. Yeah. Oh, also, so Diavolo is in the opening credits now. 
That's right. We have right, new OP. Right, right, We have the new. Subtly new and different opening. Right. The, the villain OP. We have the. Yeah. yeah. So he does a little time stuff. I actually, the part of it I, I like is where there's sort of like chalk drawings over Dapio. I thought that was all already there. It changes over the course of the season and becomes really? more um, pronounced. Yeah, with the yeah. weird like flickering white overlay. Yeah. I thought and stuff. it was already there. No, I mean, no. It, I mean it might have been there last episode or two, but it definitely ramps up over the course of the uh, of this op. I like that the the like chanting stays over the music after the little inter. The time thing is done. Yeah. Yeah. I just, I find, and I, Darius, I think you've already talked about this on the podcast. My my main complaint is that uh, King Crimson's boring, like, too <laughs> visually. Oh, I, I've always liked King Crimson's design. I mean. He means the power. The power. Not the stand. The stand is cool looking. The stand is weird. There's a yeah. lot. I like that. But it feels very similar to just Dio in the world because it's everything pauses and then this dude walks around and does a monologue. Yeah. And that's that's no different than Dio. Yeah, I mean like if it had been more like the Kira opening credits for Bites the Dust, like where you see like people extending through time and then like kind of like when they were explaining how. Yeah. I mean, Crimson imagine worked. if Vento Oreo had like an aesthetic. Yeah. Yeah. And a budget. Yeah, like Diamond <laughs> is Unbreakable was just like they do a pretty okay, you know, putting the galaxy stuff in the background and whatever is like visually somewhat different but it's still it's just kind of the same deal yeah like as or the world. it's in it and since since diavolo just can't stop using king crimson like you see it a lot and so it's just gets, i'm like ah oh, great so the scenery is going to break apart again yeah and we're going to stare at the void again uh, I, you know, I, I, I don't know i will point out i mean if you've been paying attention to the op you probably notice the part where one drop of blood turns into like five drops of blood and that is both a reference to the last episode where Polnareff uses his blood to to figure that out, but um, also like that is the point in where the where the villain OP like right. section appears, as you might have guessed if you had been thinking about it. But also now when you have Dapio in the opening credits, you see full design Diavolo. Yes, unfortunately, so now, right. Unfortunately. But like, it, but that makes it even more stark that the the stand-in silhouette looks nothing like him. Yeah, like it's weird and how little this, it looks like him. In this episode too, they like see Diavolo's body, and they're like, "Oh, it's like the face from Abakio's like death mask that he got." And it's like, it's, is it? No. It's not though. But I mean, okay, sure. Yeah, but even still, when they're like describing, like, you know the organization and stuff. They still use that weird looks like a villain from a future part outline. Yeah. <laughs> like it yeah. doesn't look like Diavolo Generic at all. mafioso. Right. Which is, I don't know. I don't know if that's part of why it just doesn't feel very connected and satisfying, but I'm like, I have a very hard time seeing how like either like basically the way that they draw the rest of the organization, the rest of Passione, it, it feels like, the assassin squad and Pulpo squad must have been like the rogue weirdos, like the goth kids. Yeah, yeah. You know, it's like, because if the boss is like this dude in like a certain, I guess a red suit, but like everybody else looks kind of normcore. Whereas if you're like drawing it as like Diavolo is their boss and like, well, sure, everyone must look like, you know, like yeah. fits, checks out. Like it just doesn't click for me. But yeah, so everybody's in different bodies now. And it's sort of based on who you were close to, except Polnareff was nowhere near the turtle, so. Polnareff should have swapped with Diavolo. Polnareff right, ends but... up in the turtle because it's fucking funny. Well, yeah. <laughs> okay. Well, I, actually, Fact now that you check. say that, I think that actually Diavolo is in Polnareff's corpse. 
Oh, yeah, I think he is, too. The twist is that Dapio and Diavolo are right, they're two. two different bodies. Oh, well, this, this brings up some questions for me about Coco Jumbo. Oh, where Coco Jumbo Where did is? Coco Jumbo end up? Because I thought he ended up in Polnareff's body. And but, so he's dead. So he's no. dead. But I thought he ended up in Bruno's body. <laughs> okay, I don't know. Well, I mean, I don't know where Coco Jumbo ended up, but I do I know that okay. I'm worried about him. <laughs> I, I think right now we can just officially say R.I.P. Coco Jumbo. And if we have to revise it, we will because it's confusing. <laughs> yeah. So there's there's a lot. There's a lot in here, and it's all good. It's hilarious. They clearly have so much fun drawing all of their, like, the because it's in motion now and it's animated, they do a really good job of differentiating everybody just based on physical movement, and it's hilarious. Yeah. As I texted to you both earlier, Naranch's, like, dumb bitch face, where he's just, like, staring and freaking out <laughs> on Giorno's face is, like... The fu- like I don't. It's I, really funny. I love it so much. So I, I checked the wiki. There is no official confirmation of where Coco Jumbo goes. So it's possible that that Polnareff is just sharing a body with Coco Jumbo right now. I ship it. <laughs> <laughs> well, so I think the most important thing that we learn in this episode is that turtles could speak human speech. They just choose not right, to. Right. They're morphologically yeah. able to make, to form they human, have vocal cords and human yeah. speech. Who knew? Because we see all these other animals getting body swapped and not, and not and talking. Like, right. The right. bird isn't able to talk like a police officer. Right. right. All cops are birds. <laughs> All cops are birds. <laughs> I do I do like the police officer going tweet, tweet, tweet. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. that's funny. That's the mom crying as the baby it's freaky. is freaky. Yeah. That's There's awful. a lot of bad baby stuff in this arc. Man. Do you think a Rocky maybe like has some issues with babies? No. <laughs> he has no problems with parenting whatsoever. Uh dad of the year. So Rocky's poor daughters. Please write in and tell us what it's like for Rocky to literally be your dad. I do have to say that Mista in Trisha's body is the trans representation that we need in this world. The what the hell are these? Yes. What is going on? <laughs> yep. That's called puberty. <laughs> it's really good. It's, it's really good. Also, yeah. And vice versa. Mista in Trisha's body also. They're both... Yes. Just yeah, great. just being like, why do I smell like sweat? It's what the really fuck? I really like that even when in a like hot, muscly teen boy body, Trish cannot be intimidating to save her life. Like she's I like trying. How, <laughs> I like how like Mista is like obviously super hot. Yes. And Trish is just like, no. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Because that's what it's like. Yeah. It doesn't matter. No, I mean, I'm... Trish is amazing. And it's like, still not happy. I love it. I think that Trish, this Trish, is the hottest Trish will ever be to me. Oh, like, carrying a gun in her waistband and like posing spitting and spitting. And yelling. And, yeah. yeah. Weird how the more Trish is like Mista. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, basically like aggressive butch Trish is is like peak it's Trish good. for yeah. me. I love girly blushing Mister. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Oh, yeah. So Jorno now, no big deal, can just like put his hands on the ground and sense the souls of the living. (laughs) (laughs) Well, he's always been able to tell like how many life forms are in a place, but now he apparently can differentiate them and know like who is who based on their soul. Maybe he can smell through the ground. That's what it is. He's smelling (laughs) their souls. Scent glands in his hands. Like, I just, is there a range on this? No. Just probably if he thought hard enough, he could just feel anyone anywhere. 
in the world. But yeah, Polnareff. <laughs> what? I am Jean-Pierre Polnareff. He can't, that, just, he can't just die. That poor I son of a bitch. my actual <laughs> shit the first, like when I read it. Yeah. Well, cause I was just like, what the fuck? In the manga, you actually have a panel with the turtle's face saying, <laughs> I am Jean-Pierre Polnareff. Whereas like at least in the anime, they give it the dignity of it being like a It's reverse. a reaction shot. Yeah. <laughs> so it's everyone else it's seeing Mr.'s face him. is like, Doing what our faces did. Yeah. What the oh god! Fuck? Yeah, that's the other thing. Is this whole episode? You like you've really got to go through and stare at what everyone else is doing in a scene because they're all standing like the character who's inside the body, right? And like react, and so like all of Mista's poses are ridiculous. Yeah, they're um, great. I love but, it. Oh, I sorry. I just remembering yeah. Mista being like, "Oh, you wear special panties that firm up your butt, and it really itches." Like, yeah, uh, beauty is pain. That's right. I also <laughs> love like. I just love how gay Missa and Trish are. Yeah. I just love it. Yeah. I, that's, like, I really, because that's always my thing with, like, the older I get and the queerer I get, the more uncomfortable I get with, like, body swap humor where it's like, oh, it's sexy. And, I'm like, it's actually, yeah. I think, would probably be deeply disconcerting to you to suddenly have anatomy that you were not anticipating. And so I really like that it is just, like, them being like, this is weird and your body is weird. Yeah. yeah. Like, I don't like it. You smell. You have hair on your fingers, which is right. vile. Yeah. Like, and get like, away from me. <laughs> and, like, Mr. being, like, all of your clothing choices are uncomfortable. Yeah. And I swear I am not feeling you up. It fucking I have itches. no interest yeah. <laughs> whatsoever. Yeah. <laughs> Like, it's like, you know, it's like, I just, I like that. Cause usually it's like dudes like are supposedly excited to have breasts all of a sudden. Right. Like, That's, like, you're just trans. You're, you're, yeah. you're congratulations. <laughs> There's a word for that. And it's not straight man in a woman's body. It's your trans yeah. girl. You can yeah. just yeah. be trans. You can yeah. just be a girl. If you really want to have boobs, that means something different. Right. Yeah. Our uh, public is, service announcement today is yeah. you can just be a girl. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Or a boy or right? something else. Yeah. yeah. You, could do you can what, just do it. Any gender you want. Anyway, so yeah, I, this is like the one weird college humor body swap comedy that like I think it is works. successful. Well, of course, because Araki is like, please leave that pause in. <laughs> <laughs> I do want to say, though, speaking of Narancha and Giorno switching, um, when they show, when they prove to you that you still have your stand by showing <laughs> Giorno with uh, Narancha's stand, it's like, no, he just took the toy. <laughs> I had the same where every he time I see this, toy. I'm like, oh, Jorno's body is rejecting it because it's not a real stand. And then they try <laughs> to convince me. I'm like, I'm not convinced. I'm yeah. sorry. It is definitely proof that a great deal of what I don't like about Narancha is his stand because Jorno with that stupid radar. Eye piece. Oh, my God. It looks like, so is, dumb. It's so. And so I'm like, well, because Jorno's like maybe one of like the coolest JoJo's. Just in terms of like demeanor and stuff, like yeah, he's the coolest JoJo. Hello. Anyone, so if if he looks like an idiot, then it's just it's it is just a bad motif. It's a bad design. Yeah, like I don't think anyone can pull that off. So poor Narancha, I'm sorry, you never stood a chance. <laughs> <laughs> like I like I actually and I really like that Trish is like trying to like get support from Narancha and like Mista's just like that's Jorno. It's I, that's hilarious. <laughs> that's like my favorite. I love like all of how like Mista and Trish's body interacts with Jorno. I mean obviously. Yes. But I love him just being like Trish like you're not gonna get anything out of that. And that's, then when he that's thinks my boyfriend. That, yeah and when yeah. he thinks that Narancha is Jorno. Yeah. And he's like trying to like protect him. <laughs> and meanwhile Narancha's like huh? 
And also, I like when Narancia is like, I'm still older than you, Jorno. And it's like, oh, is he? Yeah, I know. Every he's, time. I'm just like, wait, hang he's on. 12, he's 12, right? He's a nine-year-old. Right. Yeah, Six? I'm so confused. I thought he was a fetus. Fetus, yeah. yeah. Uh, Speaking of Polnareff, by the way. Yeah, anyway, back so to Polnareff. I do, I do <laughs> like that when Polnareff is telling this story about recovering some... Who rescued him? Um, but like <laughs> when he's like rehabbing. Oh, wait, wait, wait. He didn't need to... He's, he's part pillar man. Oh, right. Duh. Right. That explains everything. Right. We know that's how he got his man. arms back on, and that's how he does. Yeah, okay. the boss yeah. didn't know he yeah. was dealing with like a like right. a 116th pillar man. Yeah. Yeah. Sorry, um, everyone. We fixed we it. We regret the error. We, we <laughs> past us already fixed this. Um, but yeah, when he's talking about how he was like rehabbing in France in some small town, that first cut, like in the whole foreground, is just a wheat field. And I was like jerking off on a wheat field, the Jean Pierre Polnareff story. That's right. <laughs> Yeah, it's such a good callback too. It's like if people didn't remember that he used to jerk off in wheat fields, the anime put that in there yeah. to remind you yep. because yeah. it's canon. It um, but yeah, he's and he's in this cabin, and the arrow falls behind a, a, a dresser. <laughs> and he's, he's like, like, "I'm just ah, gonna leave it." Hey, <laughs> you know what? Our cat, it's fine. All, our cat Oliver has like recently discovered a random piece of artwork that I propped up against a bookcase over a year ago. And he has just suddenly decided that if he pushes on it now, like something will happen. And of course it does. He knocks it down behind the bookcase. And sometimes days go by before I'm like, <sighs> I'll go retrieve that and try and put it somewhere else. No, I did drop something like kind of important behind my desk, but like it's really hard to move everything to get it. And so it has been there for like a year. Yeah. So sometimes um, and, you just leave it. Yeah. And someday I probably will put my hand back there and accidentally give yourself superpowers. Give myself superpowers. I like how. Polnareff, I mean, first of all, he's making all sorts of assumptions based on the fact that people fall asleep around him. When right. He, um, right. You can control like, their minds. You can minds. control their minds. Yeah, I say that every time someone takes a nap near me. I'm like, wow, if only I had more power, I could control their mind. Kind of um, creepy, honestly. But I like how Polnareff is like, but I don't have that kind of power. And it's like, no shit, dude. You were like the first level build of yeah. this. Like, you're you were like, one of the first stand users. It was yeah. you fire and punch that yeah was right. it. Fire, punch, you are point. sword type yeah that's <laughs> like it. That's you do your... not have a power you can just use a sword it's he, a magical sword and he's already maxed out his like skill tree because yeah. he survived dio yeah that's it poor polnareff r.i.p oh um <laughs> but i guess not except <laughs> we know he's a turtle now, well right? he's i mean r.i.p a... the polnareff we thought we knew i think it sucks though because like the turtle is where Bruno has canonically peed. Like they don't have a toilet in there; they just pee into it's the true. the turtle. Somehow. Yeah, so now well, at least Bruno does. I don't know. Do, does Bruno make voids for everyone? Well, he, or he do does they all Trish. use the Trish, same That's how Trish, we find he does out. Because Trish, yeah. Trish is like, "Where's the bathroom?" But and he's does like, she do it, or does he just tell her to do well, it? Well, she doesn't do it on screen, but I assume at I assume some she point does. Show me the tapes. She's in that turtle a lot. That's true. Yeah, and she drinks a lot be, of sparkling water. So yeah. they've got to be peeing in there. Yeah. Uh, so yeah, so so Polnareff's worst nightmare has come to fruition. He now is a toilet. Yeah. <laughs> Sentient toilet. Polnareff the toilet. So I assume that this is his weird afterlife job is now to be being the a turtle. Toilet. Yeah, a turtle toilet chauffeur, An assistant toilet person. It's horrible. Toilet beer. Oh right, and so the episode ends with Diavolo's body running up, and they all lose 
any memory of the last hour and decide that it must be Diavolo attacking them, even though they're all in the wrong bodies right now. It's because his character design sucks so bad that it erases everything in your brain instantly when you see it. It's true. Right. You're just like, fight it. <laughs> kill, kill it. it. Kill, kill it. it now. It just triggers an aggressive response. Um, but yeah, so it's like, even if they knew Bruno was in there, they're just like, stop that, it. go yeah. away. But yeah, so yeah, so Bruno is now in a living body, but it's not his. And unfortunately, it is Diavolo. But Bruno did take the time. I, I'm guessing this is what he was doing. He did take the time to like examine his own dick and be like, hmm. Checks out. I just assume that's where he was. Yeah. Oh, yeah. I, Bruno yes. having the the sexy body swap experience that nobody else was having. Right. Yeah, he's just off having the adult <laughs> body swap. <laughs> right. Yeah, but so then this raises the question, which is not answered yet, which is so. Well, also he's still in lingerie, so that's good. That's right? true. Checks like, out. Yeah. But like, is so who is in Bruno's body? Is it Diavolo? Is it Dapio? Is it the turtle? Is it both of them? Is it Coco Jumbo? Like you know, like there's yeah. there's now. A, a certain number of like in the little shell game. Is it a Bacchio? Am I right? Mm, it's a Bacchio. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No. But yeah, it's like musical chairs. It's like, yeah. are there enough bodies to go around for all? Because Diavolo technically has two people. Mm, you can't mm. say that now. Don't say that. It would okay. be too amazing if you knew it. Okay. Spoilers. Well, but this is the episode where Polnareff is like, they're a duo. Yeah. Which I, I appreciate that Iraqi's like, just in case people don't get it. In case you didn't notice that every all of the bad guys are a team, the boss is also a team, sort of. And they're perfectly in sync. JoJo's Bizarre Explainer is recorded in Portland, Ora Ora, Oregon. You can follow us on Twitter at ExplainJoJo or find us on the web at ExplainJoJo.com. We love to hear from our listeners, so please go to Apple Podcasts and leave us the kind of review that Trish would leave for Spanx. <laughs>